This is Let's Keep It Real with Sandy Joy Weston, your weekly dose of positivity with awesome stories and guests from all over the world. It's an opportunity to learn some great new things and expand your mind. We'll tackle topics from all areas of life, and as always with Sandy, the sky's the limit. This episode is sponsored by Conscious Transformation Trainer Matthew Labosco. Conscious Transformation is a proven system for personal development designed to help you create a meaningful and fulfilling life. Based on cutting-edge neuroscience, ancient wisdom practices, genetics, and psychology, Matthew helps you shift limiting mental, emotional, and physical patterns to reach your full potential. To inquire about working with Matthew as a private client or join one of his classes or weekend seminars, please visit ConsciousTransformation.com slash Matt-Labosco. Today's awesome and inspiring podcast guest is Rupak Desai. Ooh, I'm so excited. I haven't seen him maybe in over a year. We met at a positive psychology conference in Toronto, Canada. It was great. And we instantly bought it. He's such a who and he's so fun. And he even gave me a chapter in one of his books to highlight me, which was cool, which we'll talk about later. But let me just tell you a little bit about Rupak. He is a certified positive psychology practitioner. He's a coach, a writer, an author, a motivational speaker, and a marathon runner. That's what I love about him. So multifaceted. He is a leadership coach to undergraduate students at Rutgers University for Braven Accelerator Program offered and a mentor for New York High School students. And he just recently wrote a bookstore. How are you, Rupak? Hey, Sandy, we meet again. I'm so excited about it. I know, you're like, I remember we were talking about it, and we're like, all right, what am I going to be on podcast? What am I going to be on your podcast? And it worked out. I'm so excited. And we got you right before you are leaving for India, right? Absolutely. It, it is an all-India launch, and I cannot be more thrilled and uh, like, uh, I'm not, I cannot uh, spell the words how much excitement it is because it is it has been my dream and it is coming true it is manifesting into the reality does it feel like surreal does it feel not real yet like somebody pinch me and wake me up believe me sandy i know you have passed through and uh, have rode this journey and you're probably riding it again uh, with some of the great changes coming in on your way but i am living my dream every day every minute and I swear to God, universe is bestowing me with miracles. And I'm so thankful for everyone and each and everyone who has come in my life. And it's just tremendously beautiful. Uh, so I, let's back up a little bit. because I want to talk about your journey and your life a little bit. But tell me, so are you going to India to promote the book? Or are you going to see family and friends or both? Strictly promoting my book and celebrating oh. the All India launch for my book being published in India and going to get oh. in five of all the major metro cities of India in the bookstores. How cool is that? It is. It is, Sandy, yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. So have you been there? Like, When's the last time you were there? I was there last year. Last December. Okay. So what do you do? Do you try to go back once a year? Not really. Uh, I have been going maybe 
uh, every two or maybe after three years, nothing specific, but it is just happening that now I believe my motherland is calling. Looks like <laughs> that I am getting my I am getting connected back to my roots, and yeah. I love about it. I am because I feel that it is time to do my work of making a difference and spreading the positivity and growing the young minds. I think it's time for me and I'm, things are working out. Yeah, they're lining up. They're lining up. Absolutely. The stars have lined up. The universe is working with me. And yes, it's all about what has been talked in the book and I'm living it. That is what yeah. I can talk about. I can say. Yeah. yeah. All right. So let's back up a little bit. Let's talk about you and your younger journey. So where did you grow up? Yes, thank. Uh, I would be definitely glad to talk about it uh, because that is where my seed, or like the seed was sown about for me. I was born in Surat. It is a very, very uh, ex- excellent city by now. And it is in Gujarat, and which is... Uh, uh, of course, one of the state adjacent to Maharashtra, where Mumbai ex- exists for the people who may not be aware of the geography. So it is the west yeah. part of the India. Okay. And uh, yes, we actually moved to Ahmedabad, which is now the one of the mega city and most fast growing and one of the premier city where metro tra- trains are also coming. So I mostly my young age, where I did my schooling, my engineering college, all happened in Ahmedabad, and that is okay. considered my hometown. All right, and how? When did you come to America? The I would say in very short and sweet way that I probably only insight till now or before all my transformation journey started that somehow it was there in my heart hidden, and it was being that I helped. I must go to USA. I only would be able to en- enlist myself, create myself in USA, and India is not the place where I'd be working. Or, but he, it is USA where I'll be able to thrive, and then we'll see. Again, and that that was the main drive. But of course, I got uh, exposed to USA because of my dad. He has been traveling a lot. He was a very good position and did a lot of good stuff in, in his ah. journey. So I was exposed early enough of U.S. and other parts of the Western countries or Western, all other different countries. And uh, it created that, uh, it started weaving my my mind. And maybe it, right now, if, I, if you are talking, it seems like that whole thing happened just because I gathered that insight, that intent that to you come to U.S. and... It has served me well now. So what year did you come to the U.S. now? I came to USA in 1997, August 6th, and that was my birthday. Ah. I landed here in Chicago. Okay. My second master's in Illinois Institute of Technology. So that's why you came over here, to get your master's degree? Yes, and did you know anybody before you got here? Did you have any contacts? Absolutely. I had my good friend uh, who was studying in IIT Chicago. 
uh, and of very close relatives we, who came to receive me and it was a very warm welcome and, and I would never forget those that day and uh, some of the festivities which happened just for welcoming me and celebrating my birthday in the night after coming from the airport. That was huge. Well, you know, it's amazing. I know how, I can't even imagine how different the cultures must be. I mean, I know you said your dad, you know, traveled a lot and he opened your eyes to it, but still in all, I mean, it has to be like so beyond different how you grew up here. Absolutely. Very different. And uh, that change in, and it, that is the where the growth and learning really started, I believe, or I would say, and uh, that and my real thing of how I started learning about myself and uh, going through the real part of the life did start after coming to USA, I would say at the age of 24 or 25. Wow. Uh, but yeah, that I would I would share a little bit uh, in the process, but. Uh, and I went and I've been, I have gone through all kind of things, it, a roller coaster ride where I have seen the deep, the rock bottom and uh, grew from that with uh, God's grace. And uh, I'm here thriving and flourishing. Well, let me ask you this, because I met you, which was, what, was it two years ago? How many years ago did we go to that conference? It was exactly two years ago. I told you, yeah. and uh, and that moment of what and time when we met was has been scripted in history. Like it is, it was such a beautiful time sharing our dreams, writing our dreams, and creating the bond, which we continued. And here we are sharing yeah. sharing the reality. Yeah, we met a lot of great people, didn't we? Absolutely, absolutely. So I have a question for you, though. When I when I was there and speaking, you came up and you were talking about your motivational speaking through marathon running. Yeah. So how did you hook up with that? That by that time, by the time I decided to come to Toronto and start sharing of how I got into running and what how the I was able to overcome my long history of chronic anxiety and depression that is that was the inception of where i started sharing my own struggles my vulnerability but all of them came out through which all those things i did not know of being vulnerable everything i learned later because i did my psychology study i read dr bernie bernie, bernie brown but now I understand that I, without knowing anything, I just came bare open of what I was, how I transformed or how I overcame my condition of mental health with single, in, single motive or uh, intent of growth, happiness and joy, which I got through running and... Uh, and that is what I shared, that how it can help to overcome anything and help you through the process of mental health and get happiness in the return. 
How old were you when you started doing marathons? I started my marathon and running, I would say. I never ran before age age 40 till 2012 December. I never ran a single mile. And I started from zero. And that is the point, that is the inflection point where I started that the shift happened to pick up running and which I have shared in the book that getting to do what I always would probably wanted to do something out of the norm of what I would do and really would like, and it started from zero I, and developed running the first marathon in, in 2015. But it, throughout that I ran half marathon, but it started from zero and I started running from 2012. Isn't that amazing? It Isn't is. That amazing how that one thing just transformed your life? Absolutely. Just to be able to run? Just one thing. And uh, that one thing, people would say that why could not occur before or but I believe I that is the whole aspect of going through your struggle to come to that level of understanding, yeah. of knowledge, of wisdom, and that that deep, in deep uh, craving inside to really unleash yourself to figure out. And but when you're ready, and that is where that light bulb happened, and a lot of different aspects culminated to get me on the road. Well, I like what you said earlier that when you realized, you know, that you wanted to change your life, that you made an intention to be happy and yes. joyful and live with peace. Yes. That everything just fell in place. Yes. I decided, yes, I decided enough. I can yeah. I will I want to live life which is accountable, responsible and which is what my heart would tell me and not my mind. I don't, I, I refuse to live from mind and that, that came so strong. And then I was able to shed all my doubts, my baggages, my fears, my anxiety, if, but, should, could, everything I dropped. And that is where the momentum started working to create this life, which I love, and but it's what I believe you can always. If people, you know, when they meet you, it's like you know you embrace all of this. You're you're so excited, and I think because of your struggles, and you know how, like you said, the journey without them, you wouldn't be able to feel what you're feeling right now. That's why you are soaring because you know, like you said, you hit a low of a low and not that people have to be like that to be joyful, but you're like overly appreciative. You know what I mean? You're so excited because you know what it means to be on the other side of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sandy. And we all know that uh, that whole, uh, whole paradigm of that. If, unless you don't know the other one, the next, the, the darkest side and darkest moment, you, you would not be able to appreciate what you have and, and what you can create in further consistently working in that direction. And that is a blessings and that to, to have that situation, to go through it and being on the other side, coming out, 
as a uh, coming up coming out uh, strong yeah yeah and you know what i think rupak there are there are people like you said that have gone from you know really really low situations or tough family situations or something that's happened in their life and you know like you said they really really appreciate it when they come out the other side and they're just so grateful and they want to share it with the world but make no mistake everybody listening even if you haven't had those severe severe things everybody has pains and sufferings that happen in their life everyone absolutely everyone yeah everyone and how you come out the other side is up to you you know someone just said to me are you going to take this and learn from it and embrace it or are you going to play a victim and i'm sure you've heard that before. correct correct no I- and you Go yes ahead. yes Go please ahead, no it's okay yes please and so you chose to go the other way you know you're not going to feel bad for your not self you're not going to feel sorry for yourself you're going to figure this out so that you can embrace it and share it with everyone absolutely absolutely and i believe that particular fruit i would say the when i say seed because i started with seed that fruit it took it took almost 25 years to ripe because that's what i would say and uh, and the, and that seed had that genes that uh, that uh, that elements put in inside me but it to come it to come together and uh, i went through different aspect because that is how i learned what is important in life what how, what matters and unless you don't you don't go through the and again but you are right not not everybody would get those awakenings or those insights there there are very few people blessed to have that and then translate into the language which can be you can share with people to for people who are going through those things to help them come out and be uh, have a successful and fulfilling life yeah i love that you know i have a question for you so i want to get more into this right now i feel we hear so i don't know if it's more prevalent and there's more of it or people are more honest about it but you especially hear a lot of young people that are dealing with stress and anxiety or depression and like i said i don't know if there's just more of it or we're more aware of it because social media or people are not afraid to talk about it so i definitely want to give people a few tips like what are a couple i know we're going your book is fascinating by the way and i love the way you organized it and i love that there's these you know 18 chapters and they each you know have a different awakening and then you think about it and you know you go through it week to week and i think it's phenomenal but what is one tip that you could give someone to help them who is going through right now anxiety or depression excellent point and uh, i would be more than happy to share it the the most important aspect of person going through anxiety or any condition of stress or depression they the person should be able to should accept it first of all it should accept that this is not him whatever is going right now through him or with him is just a condition he that doesn't mean 
that he, he he is depressed it is just a part of any other condition of having a diabetes or having a fever you are having depression that's that is the first thing accept and don't resist as we all know more you resist more you try to either uh, avoid sharing talking or confronting more it persists so be open and it's okay that it is just an or any other condition where it is perfectly fine because after all this thing happens because of some chemical imbalances which is we now research has been talking about so much serotonin and stress and when some certain things are not built up correctly in the configuration of the brain it happens based on the person's environment and situation but once you accept that is a 50% already you are winning 50% accepting gotcha. okay so now what about the other 50% wonderful now that other 50% is where <laughs> the work starts okay it like any other situation if it is a heart problem or any other uh, sugar problem apart from the medicine sec you you must be willing to share with the doctor have a continuous checkup with the doctor with your family because it like the people who are having a heart disease does anybody say oh i'm uh, everybody i'm is fine no he is open he he is he is not afraid that is another part he should not be afraid of taking the medicine of antidepressant or anything which is prescribed and at the same time start working on the positive aspects or applying positive aspect to build that other neural networks which can help you to sustain once the chemical imbalance is restored because it can it can always go on that because anything like a diabetes it will always ha- can happen if you are not con- concerned about it or uh, working towards like either it could be walking or doing other things so other part 50% is medicine and applying some of the applications of positive psychology to and different aspect it could be simple as exercise because exercise 20 minutes of exercise you know sandy who who else other than you can share you are talking about 3 minutes in your book i have read your book and but i would say 20 minutes endorphins start kicking in you have that capacity and capability god has given to make sure that you maintain the balance but yeah some of the aspects and some of the mental aspect needs to be done to also be on the zero and you can always go to one two and then it's up to you yeah i i like that because you know i've been talking to a lot of different uh young people and you know some of my colleagues also who maybe they don't admit it to the people at work or to their you know friends at school of course because they're embarrassed but that's okay you don't have to tell everyone i like what you said that it doesn't define you it's like being angry you have to say all right i'm human i felt angry i felt hatred i felt you know frustrated you don't have to make it like this is who i am you just want to be honest about it and then there's a multiple of ways to get help you know there's not just one way and one method and 
that's what I think is great. And that the more the stigma about having anxiety or stress, which I really feel young people are really opening up about it. I really do. Then they're more likely to get help. Right. And they're not embarrassed, which is way, way cool. I think. No, absolutely. And I think you are, you said it right and articulate, articulated it so well because I am now working with undergraduates, high school students at a, as a leadership coach and mentor. So I now able to really see myself that how much competition, how, how much things they have to be care, concerned about. Not that it is not going to work out, but it is just that pressure that, okay, after two semesters of second year, you have to start working on internship, create the connections, you have to get grades, you have to make sure you are, you are involved in different clubs, you, you are volunteering. You are. So there are multiple things, scheduling, planning, timings, and at the same time, so if you are it, it, any people, person who has a weak upbringing or could be something genetic like me my 50% of issue has been genetics but that uh, so a lot of different factors would affect which can help to collapse or breakdown but at this point if the person is open to the friends or family whoever is close by that yes I am right now not feeling whatever is you, you have to talk the things can be recovered so fast and he would again get back to the shape even i would say more than what he was before because i i can assure you i have gone through that that one every time whenever you accept and that is a learning you get and your mind and body would be happy about being because you are trying to help your own mind and body right and how i believe it can help the uh, youngsters to thrive from all the challenges they are facing and overcome it with a much positive way. That's, that's, that's great. And I appreciate you sharing your story with us. I really do. And what you've gone through, because that, that only helps others. But I want to take us back a little bit because I've never been, I've had friends to India. So tell me what was the most challenging thing growing up there? Let's start with that. Sure. I now up till I mean it is so opportune time you are asking this question because up till now, since till my book came out and I started sharing two years back about my chronic anxiety and depression, which I have been struggling since my adulthood, my I would say high school. I did not only it was not probably about stress, I told you that it was more genetics and other aspects where I was not uh, uh, so the, uh, different aspect, but since I did not sh in India, it is the biggest. The stigma is up to the level where people would die rather than share that I had so I have something like anxiety or depression, and that is where suicide rates are pretty high back in India. Uh, so that is part one. For me, luckily, my parents have been. I've been so grateful and gracious to have parents who were so supportive, so caring. They took all the measures for making sure that I get therapy. I, 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 the Dr. Rao, I, I would like to take his name because I, he may be also coming. He got my book already. He may be come attending the launch ceremony as well. He's in Ahmedabad as well. I have been going to therapy at that age. I've been taking medicine. So he, 
they did not they did not keep it to themselves they talk with their people not everybody they, we don't have to give it to talk to the whole world but people who can understand to get insight of how to handle this situation so i got the right help and i kept moving ahead but of course went through different cycles of uh, depression but i must say that it is it was difficult taking the time off from the school or college and it was a pretty uh, pretty tough uh, but it worked out just because my parents were not that uh, were not that uh, concerned about the outside world but uh, doing what is to be done with the, yeah. the right information yeah they were supportive so what was your favorite thing about growing up in india my favorite thing about growing up in india i would say the favorite part is to be loved and uh, given the full support in terms of whatever you want uh being or uh, being grown up till i completed my college in my own home there was uh, always mom helping me to provide the food right coming back from the school or college and that warmth that was i would say that would be the, that was has been my lucky charm of having been in growing in india and uh, with family and with family around and so much of love and uh, comrade uh, in fact with the family so close by and so that is what i really cherish and now i really appreciate and now i'm able to appreciate the relationship how much it matters at that time i really did not uh, understand but now i know that how much social connection and meaningful relationship as i as you know i written in the book matters that you have to connect yeah. just yeah. for the sake of talking or just because you have a, a family doesn't not to be taken for granted you have to invest in growing the deep relations with them which for which you don't have to really work but but have that compassion that little little uh, heart connection by doing some small gestures which can go a long way of that that learning only came because of what i gone through and that understanding and that is what i shared in the book as well and i'll continue doing that i love it all right now before we wrap up i want to make sure uh your book soar i love the way you outlined it he has 18 different chapters and each one you know has a deep meaning with someone that he highlights about that topic so for example chapter 1 is find passion and purpose chapter 5 is be patient and persevere let's see be optimistic is chapter 17 work on self control build up i love it i love it and I know I'm, I forget what chapter am I? I don't even remember <laughs> what chapter. I, I guess uh, the uh, I if it is there on the our references for future inspirations and you are on chapter on chapter right here where is very sandy. Yeah, chapter 16 right before optimistic generate self drive. 
I know you. I have seen you, and I, what I did, I would like to share a little bit how I compiled and this idea of architecting this book in this format, all through the inspiration and insight, which I would say transcended. I would say or rested in, to me. But self drive, I met you. I know you, and you have that that drive to, and that is why I picked you for this particular topic. And uh, I love the way that somebody inspired you for each topic, right? That's how you. Yes, or right? each and every person who have come in my life after while going through this transforming transformation experience and uh, uh, learning and knowledge. Yes, I picked up uh, those people, and it came along. It it started those it, that insight kept coming, and it uh, as things were building up. So. Uh, Yes, each person has those qualities, and that is the reason I picked up and uh, wanted to share their growth story, how they were able to go from the one end to other side, and really fulfill, started or uh, living the fulfilled life, and continue to. Sh- the whole point of the, all these people is not limiting to their own success. The, the the living the fulfilled and successful life is about how they can contribute and make contribute to society and outer world at large along with in the process of their own success and happiness that is where this book is uh, and all these people matters because everyone is about making a difference each and everyone believes of making a difference in the their own world own self but not only restricted to their family, but the circles of life, what we say is to community, society, out and world. I love that. All right, so before we go, because I want, definitely they'll be able to find you, they'll be able to write up so they can get your book. But I asked you, to, is there one chapter that, you know, stuck out to you that we can highlight? I mean, I know they're all amazing, but even just one chapter that we can Absolutely. But before I talk about one chapter, this Part is so important, and I believe it is contains that the that is the heart of this book. Is you have been talking about eighteen chapters, right? Now, mm-hmm. do you know why eighteen and how why it is become so important? And and it is it and it is it is important in our Indian mythology and Indian scriptures that eighteen chapters is that number did not come by. Uh, just because I only have 18 awakenings. No. <laughs> there, are, there are a lot of other things which constitutes to your uh, life's, uh, getting your life dreams come true, right? <laughs> you you must be familiar with Gita. Am I correct? The Holy, Holy Gita of Lord Krishna, Mahabharata. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Is the one which was being uh, recited by Lord Krishna to Arjuna as part of the battlefield Mahabharat. And that 18, mm-hmm. the, it, and it has 18 scriptures. The Gita consists of 18 scriptures. So this, I believe, and this that this is Gita of life, of living the life of live, uh, being true to yourself, creating the joy, happiness for yourself and outside and truly living. I consider this as a Gita for life. And that is how 18 chapters came into existence. I did not know that. 
I'm so glad you shared that story. That's awesome. I, I, thank you so much. Right. Yeah, so I Yeah, I love that. I love when things have deep meaning like that. That's that's so yeah. cool. All right. Yeah. So now what chapter did you pick to share? I, want, I cherish and uh, is self pride awakening 12. It is on page 64. Okay. And if you don't it. mind I would like to maybe read a couple of two chap two paragraph first two paragraph which has such a deep meaning if you, if i may absolutely thank you self pride you are you are not what other things you are what you think you are marcus aurelius what a powerful statement this has been transformed this statement and this has gone deep inside me which has really transformed my existence my being i would like to repeat and will continue with two top two paragraphs you are not what others thinks you are you are not what others think you are what you think you are it is very easy to get tossed around by judgments from others you end up digging your own grave you cave into self pity by giving attention to it it kills your inner voice and you end up losing your self esteem and self worth you become your own worst enemy your worthiness is not determined by what the world throws at you but by what you made from what's thrown at you or rather what you make sorry yeah it is make what you make from what is thrown at you you can rise from the ashes or stay buried under the grave it is up to you to decide and then act from the depth of your heart shrugging off all negativity any negativity that you may be surrounded with to achieve greatness and this is so important and this is this stays with me all the time the story of gladiator is a classic example where maximus is captured to become a slave from being the commander of the army and then is trained to be a gladiator rising to the challenge challenge the empire and this is what is important uh, i'm just uh, quoting he did not judge or blame anyone but worked on himself to become something new even against the odds he kept working hard to till he made sure and sorry and he made sure that his attitude and actions did the talking not his mouth it is your journey and yours to choose the path you want to take and to do do what it takes to achieve greatness. I love it. I love it. Now, tell me about then he goes in and we don't want to you know, give away too much because I really think people will benefit by getting the book. But then you go into time to get inspired, which you highlight someone. And Dr. Natalie Edmund. How did Now, this is a interesting story and I am glad that you asked this question because it's so appropriate. You won't believe she's my therapist. I have been going to her from last few years uh, around 2011 
well and in fact till 2015 because of some of the relapse or so she is my psychology clinical psychologist and as you mentioned and she is my therapist and can you believe her joy her happiness when i told this is what is happening and 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 i told i went to her i have talked to her interview in front of her and uh, because i knew also that she has gone when we are talking and uh, some of the other aspect i had some impression so i that is why it's important for me to take to put her story because and you, it story of course has those aspect that but yeah she is my uh, therapist and uh, it has been a privilege to be on the other side along with her and have her in my book and giving that uh, recognition and thank thanks and appreciating her part of my journey that's great where where does she um where's her office so we can give her props out there sure she is in princeton uh yeah okay. in princeton new jersey and she has her uh, facility she's a beautiful lady she's very much into yoga mindfulness meditation she has also transformed because i know her from her long ago and not the things change but i know her being before because i was her patient and now because i knew what was there before and so she is a beautiful and her office is in uh, eving so it is little uh, little further down on route 95 new on new jersey towards going to pennsylvania and uh, mm-hmm. if you see dr uh, of course uh, natalie edmund and uh, i have referenced her in my book as well right in the last few chap- few chapter uh, pages uh, about uh, chat yeah she, she, she her social media site is also there so yeah reviewers can definitely get uh, info about it well listen i'm so glad we got together and i'm so glad we got to talk before you went to india and when you read your book you just come you know you can feel your energy and your spirit which i think is the most special thing about it and i love that it has meaning with the 18 people and the 18 chapters but before we wrap up is there anything you want to say that we didn't get at rupak is there anything you want to say that we didn't get out in the interview before we wrap up i would say it uh only couple of things which i would like to share about my vision my mission which is now coming through so clear so vivid of what i want to i want to what difference i want to make in this world this book is not the end it is just the beginning and what i want and what i intend to make is three things from this point onwards of course the sequel is already planned in my in my mind that and it is so to roar live your legacy and so it's a next level of greatness but but my vision i would like to share what i am now working towards and luckily i am get opportunity being in rutgers and i mentor uh, in new york for high school students is one single vision 
which I have now. In, previously, it was making difference in life of millions, but now it has been now concentrated to growing young minds and making a positive impact because it is young minds, young community or adult, young adults who, if to have the right mindset to to prosper with any condition circumstances which can be preventing them either it could be resource mental or family or any situation and to, that is the vision i have uh, i have and it is manifesting being re going to india and getting that launching out there and the last thing i would say is want to share this message that it is possible it is possible to live successful and fulfilled life with any for each and every one with having self belief it is the most important thing self belief hard work there is no alternative and lastly positive mindset and every three of those things are with you within you it is part of you nothing comes nothing here your your financial condition your environmental condition your family condition nothing stops you to have this to build this and achieve life you want thank you <laughs> robot that was awesome that was really great i really appreciate it and i can feel your heart coming through with every word so I, I deeply, deeply appreciate it. Thank you so much, Sandy. I am grateful as well. <laughs> I know you are. I can feel every word. All right. Well, for Let's Keep It Real, I'm Sandy Joy Weston. And if you found this episode helpful and inspiring, please share, pass the love, even just share it to one person. And if there's anything else that you want answered, Remember, you can always reach out to me on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn, Snapchat, but any way you want, because we are here for you. And until next time, spread the joy. Toodles. Thanks for listening. Be sure to share and subscribe if you enjoyed the show. And remember, keep spreading the positive.